Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Hello, everybody. Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. I have a great show for entrepreneurs, business people today. I mean, when we talk about business on the show, you always know that we're talking about one of the most important things in business, which is money. I mean, you have to understand your financials. You have to understand what's happening from an accounting perspective in order to move forward in your business. And if you don't have what I call tight accounting methodologies, tight P&Ls, tight paperwork, tight documents, tight tax returns, you can have a really, really tough time. So we've been able to invite on the show today a couple of real experts in this field. Of course, we've been able to invite Mr. Alex Franks and his partner, George Allen Deal. We're going to call him Allen during the show today. And they are the co-founders of G and a consulting group. And let me tell you, they've got a really interesting approach to business. They have some great customers. And listen to this. They just received a very prestigious award from Forbes. And they've been named one of the leading, I guess, accounting firms and, and financial firms in America. So that's a really big award that they've won. We're very excited to have them both on the show. Alex, I'll start with you. Alex, welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today. Thank you. Thank you for having us, Andy. I really appreciate it, man. Love your energy. Love the enthusiasm. Uh, thanks for having me on the board. Yeah, it's great to have you on the show, Alex. And of course, your, your partner, George, we're going to call him Alan during the interview today. He prefers to be called Alan, George Allen Deal. Alan, I mean... You really handle the accounting side of the partnership. Welcome to the show, Alan. Yes, thank you for the great introduction. I, I, I always try to throw a little twisting things. Everybody's like, George Allen, yeah, I go by the whole entire name. But now feel free to call me Alan, and I'm glad that you invited us to the show. We appreciate it. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you. Uh, Alex, I'll start with you, of course. Let's pull the lens back to 30,000 feet. We have so many questions about you know being named you know one of America's best tax and accounting firms in 2022 and 23 and what you do and we want to get into it to help the entrepreneurs understand about what I said they have a tight financial approach to their business but before we do let's get into it Alex let's pull the lens back to 30,000 feet of course tell us about GNA consulting and then away we go sure sure so at a high level GNA started back in 2015, right? Uh, uh, Alan and myself, we were passionate about accounting, passionate about tax. We actually went to a college together, Morgan State University. And that's where we started to come up with our kind of dream at that time, which turned into a, to, to a business, GNA Consulting. And, and what we do is kind of service 
uh, young, when I say young, you know, less experienced folks that are starting a business, right? So a lot of people come to me struggling. Hey, how do I get financial together? Do I need bookkeeping? Do I use Excel, QuickBooks? They're, they just have a bunch of questions. So we got into a business to, ser to service them. Uh, that's how it started, bookkeeping and accounting. And we still offer that service, right? Not just to, to the phase one or phase two folks that are just starting, but also the experienced people. When you make, make that transition and growth, you might need a, a more sophisticated uh, CPA or one that is more experienced in the industry you're in. So we, we could be a fit. Then we layered on tax, right? Tax strategy. Business people, you know, the main thing is keep the money in your pocket. You know, pay the IRS and the state their fair share, but you want to keep that money in your pocket. You know, you want the growth. You want to reinvest. So we also help with, with taxes as well, both for individual and, and business. So we're kind of what we call 360 service. We'll help you from start to finish, soup to nut. Yeah, I love it. The 360 service. You help so many companies. Alan, let's bounce back to you. Uh, of course, Alex mentioned that you met in college. Tell us a little bit about that story. You guys were in college together. I mean, this is a great entrepreneurial journey at, at the school, at college, at the university. Did you guys say to yourselves, hey, let's open up a firm? Let's, let's, when we graduate, let's open up a firm, or did it take a few years after you guys graduated to open the firm up, uh, Alan? No, uh, great way to actually um, to talk in regards to Alex and I. We both, as he mentioned, we met at Morgan State University. I'm prior military, uh, moved to Baltimore, Maryland after uh, my armed service uh, time in the military. Joined college, went to the county program. Alex and I met in class. He, him and I were very, I would say, competitive in class, whereas we competed a lot as far as like uh, who can get the best grade per se. And I took, we took an interest to each other Whereas we even worked at the same retail store doing college. We worked at Office Depot. So him and I spent a lot of time together doing our undergrad. Um, and then upon graduation, he went more to the public side of the field. He went to uh, Cole, which is now Cohen and Resnick. I went over towards the government side of the field, whereas I worked for the DOD as a government auditor. Him and I stayed in contact. And in 2015, it kind of came together. We were studying the CPA around the same time. And, you know, we both passed almost, he passed first. He beat me in that aspect, but I, I passed it not too long after him, after he finished. So we talked about starting the practice and it started off in 2015. We were still, he was more still in the public sector, whereas he was transitioning more to the firm he was with prior to that. And we, we kind of got together and said, let's, let's, let's go and try and out, uh, practice. And so, you know, we're here today. We we grew almost eighty plus clients later, and and recognized by four two years in a row. So I love it. Of course, Alan, you and Alex competed during college. I mean, I would imagine you two guys went at it for everything. Whether it was you know working, who could work harder, who could work longer. I mean, you guys were in competition all the way through, and then you finally decided, hey, you know, we've been competing against each other. We've built this great relationship. Let's use our combined enthusiasm and expertise and knowledge and education to build this firm. And now here you are 80 clients later. I mean, it's a remarkable entrepreneurial story when we think about it. Alex, let's bounce back to you just for a minute now. Talk to us about the types of clients that reach out to you and Alan and they say, hey, we saw you on the Forbes uh, you know, list. We saw you you know, as America's one of America's best tax and accounting firms. We wanna get engaged with you. What types of companies, Alex, reach out to and, and what's sort of the sweet spot for G&A right now? 
Uh, that's a great question, Andy. Uh, there's there's a few industries uh, that that we see that that tend to reach out to us for for both accounting and tax. Uh, the main one that comes to mind right now is those that are in real estate. Um, and you know, there's there's a vast amount of areas within that uh, industry. Uh, one that we see a lot is real estate agents, right? You know, the last few years, real estate was booming. Uh, there's been a little bit of a decline now, but we still see that real estate agents will reach out to us because one, on the accounting side, uh, they want to make sure they have their books and records right, right? They have their commissions coming in, but they're spending a lot of money. You know, they travel a lot. They need to track their mileage. Um, of course, they're, they're self-employed. So they need to make sure that on the tax side, they're, they're paying in their quarterly estimates um, and, and they're making sure their compliance is proper in terms of filing a Schedule C or 1120 or whatever, 1120S or whatever the case is in their situation. And they just don't know, right? So we're, we're here to abide there. And then also within the real estate realm is those that are investing into rental real estate. Um, that's actually where a lot of my background comes from when I was at uh, Resnick Group, uh, now from Resnick. And uh, I became experienced in helping those, you know, invest um, in terms of purchasing, selling, you know, and any other type of capital transaction. That's that's a big part of what we see. Um, and then the last one I'll mention is home health care. That kind of exploded as well with during the pandemic time. And we're getting folks reaching out to us about that, especially on the um, what I would say accounting side, because uh, folks uh, usually have or, or clients that come to us usually have employees in that industry or contractors. Right. You've got nurses that are traveling and you got a lot of transactions going through maybe your QuickBooks or whatever you're using. And you need another set of eyes to make sure things are proper. So those are the type of clients that are reaching out. They're not necessarily a certain uh, revenue threshold or income threshold, even experience. Uh, it tends to be, you know, people of all, all shapes and sizes as far as their business type. And we like to, within that, handle both the business and individual. But those are the industries we see the most. Yeah, I love it. And of course, it's a burgeoning business. You do consulting services that includes, you know, even talking to younger entrepreneurs about what type of entities to select. Uh, you consult with people about buying and selling businesses. You know, you talk about financial and retirement decisions. And then, of course, on the accounting services side, there's always the bookkeeping and the bank accounting recon reconciliations and you know, the, the financial statements and the prep and the closeout financial statements. And then you also, of course, do the tax services as well, not only for individuals, but for small to mid-sized businesses as well. It's really awesome. Now, George, let's bounce to you for a minute because you mentioned this military background that you had. I'm curious because when we think about accounting, and of course, for the younger people watching the show or the entrepreneurs watching the show, Alan, you know, we look at the accounting, we look at the bookkeeping, we look at the important things. It, there has to be a process. There has to be things like A has to come and then B has to come, C and D in order to have a good financial understanding of your business. What did you learn with your military background about sort of being organized that you brought over to GNA, if you will, Alan? What, what did you learn from military that you brought over to the to the partnership that you have with, with of course, Alex right now? Yes, uh, great question. Uh, as far as the military, what I, I always tell Alex, and he sees it in my work ethic, is it's that attention to detail. Whereas in the military, you know, everything is structured by order, and it's about taking one step at a time. And as far as how I transition over into like accounting and bookkeeping, I always tell clients, you know, it's, it's one step at a time, 
you look at the big picture, but then don't try and skip steps. And here at DNA, we, we don't believe in the skipping the steps. We tell people, you know, the practical what can come about from, you know, their accounting, what they're looking to try and accomplish as far as like certain strategies and that. But as far as not skipping those steps, skipping those steps is what's what's primarily important. And the military kind of embedded that in you, whereas, you know, from basic training all the way through the AIT to your duty station, you know, they teach you, you know, how to follow orders, how to follow standards, and make sure you read the dot in your I's and crossing your T's. So. Yeah, that's really interesting. Uh, Alan, I'll stay with you just for a minute because you really focus and specialize, let's say, on the accounting side. Alex specializes and sort of focuses on the tax side. How do the, how do the two of you communicate for a client? Because you have to integrate both of those sides to make a beautiful sort of bouquet of accounting roses, if you will. <laughs> no, great question. Uh, as far as behind, to be honest with you, behind the scenes, Alex get about 20 calls from me a day in between, like, because I still work primarily my core job with the DOD and I work also full time with GNA as well. So I work a lot of non-core hours. Alex is more on, actually, he's a hybrid. He works core and non-core. So dealing with me, our communication, I call it via phone. We do via, we do a lot of Zoom actually videos with our clients. Now we started off where it was a lot of phone calls. We do take a lot of clients now via Zoom. So that interaction that way, we have, a, a you know, mostly virtual office remote, but we also have a physical office. So we're located in Towson where clients is more of the, they, they prefer the in-person approach. We have that methodology as well. And as far as coordination, you know, Alex let me know if we have a meeting with a client, I, you know, I do adjustments to my schedule that way and make myself available. But yeah, we, we, co we correspond to a beer, a number of different ways, phone, text, <laughs> Skype, you name it. Whatever it takes. I mean, you guys are real big communicators and, you know, GNA really has a mission and a vision really to foster your clients growth through integrity, integrity, of course, honesty, respect, and of course your combined efforts. And I love it so much. Now, Alex, when we think about it, and we're going to bounce back to Alex just for a minute on an intake, you have a company that calls, Hey, we heard about you. We saw you on Forbes. We want in, we've come referred. What does the first sort of introduction sound like? Do you do an analysis of where they're at? Do you help them immediately on the call? What's that first call sound like, Alex? Sure. You know, most of those most of those first calls we try to do, we offer 15 to 30 minute consultations on the house. We're not looking to charge. And it's really like a needs assessment is what I would refer to. Okay. We're looking at the needs of the clients. I let them kind of explain to me what they're looking for, why, when, and, and just understand how I can assist them. So uh, I like to run my mouth, but in those calls, I tend to listen more than I talk. Um, that way I can kind of align what my services are to their needs. So that first conversation is just really understanding what they're in service for. Then after that, and that may take 10, 15 minutes. And after that, I try to explain what GNA does, right? On a kind of macro level, high level, hey, this is overall the service we provide. Then I try to align those services to the needs that the, the, the person has said on that call, right? Um, if the conversation is going well, I can, I can see the vibe. I'll kind of move towards not necessarily providing advice, but kind of giving some uh, of my experience. Hey, I, I know a client that had that situation. I know a colleague I had to help out with that situation. That way they feel comfortable that this guy's just not selling me, but he does this. He, you know, The firm does this. I'll say that. And then lastly, we'll get into pricing. The reason why I kind of get into pricing on that first call, I don't like the surprise folks, right? I, I am working with 
for people that are just getting sometimes started with their business. They don't have a huge budget, you know, getting into getting professional assistance. It's expensive, but it's always not part of your initial budget. So I'm using that first contact, right? That first professional service. So I just kind of give, make them aware, look, it's going to be some, not pricey, but it's going to be an extra cost. And look, this is, this is what you can expect. So, uh, you know, through that first 30 minutes, what they need, what they can expect from us and what they can expect price-wise. That's, that's how usually go. Yeah, I love it, Alex, so much because one area that some business people look at where they want to cut their costs is their accounting and their, you know, their, their tax returns and their, their financials. And that's the last place you want to cut. That's the place where you really should spend some money, right, Alex? You, you should. You should look at it as an investment. Right, not not necessarily a cost. It's it's gonna it's gonna pay dividends. And what I mean by that is one, you're gonna create a relationship, right? Hopefully your CPA is around for a long time, right? So hopefully if you work with me and Alan, we're we're gonna be your go-to for a long time. Two, we're gonna help you save on taxes, we're gonna help you save on technology costs, we're gonna help you save on mistakes. You mean try to do it yourself or you hire somebody that's not capable, you have to go do it twice, right? So getting a CPA will help you save in the future, whether it be tax-wise, time-wise. Uh, it's really an investment, not necessarily just a call. That's awesome. And of course, Alex, one thing that's happening at the firm is you're growing. And I know you've got big plans for growth, but you've hired in some, some experts to help as well. Let's talk about your growth strategy and what's going on at GNA. In, indeed, Andy. You know, over the last you know few years, we've been able to ramp up. I think in the beginning, we had you know kind of slow growth in terms of clients, but you know, on the, with the board's kind of recognition things exploded over the last couple of years. So we needed to bring in some experts, some, some people that can help us out. So during this last tax season, we were able to hire two contractors uh, to come in and assist us with tax work, uh, which has been great. That allows Alan and myself to kind of deal with the more strategy and tax planning, right? So again, we're, we're looking for slow growth, but consistent, and we can see ourselves building even more with the fact that we have some, some people that, that, are, that are helping us. And in these people as well, we're, we're, we're training, we're showing the GNA way. Uh, some are looking to take the CPA exam, so we're helping them with that. So it's been great to bring people on board, uh, men mentor them like, like we've been mentored before, and it's really helped grow our business. So we're excited to continue to see that. Yeah, I love it, Alex. George, let's bounce back to you because when we look at what you're doing and we look at what the firm has been able to accomplish with the awards and all of these very happy clients that keeps on growing and growing, one thing that really kind of caught our attention is this idea that you've really based the entire firm on integrity and honesty and respect and trust. How important is that relationship that you have with your clients, Alan, that is based on that integrity and trust that you bring to the table? Well, first and foremost, we let our, we, we're transparent with our clients. We let them know... Um, we're, you know, our experience level. We don't try and say we can do something where we're not expertise in that area. We're, so we're, we, we try to establish that trust with the client at the, at the initial point from the initial call, like Alex noted. Now, as far as uh, with clients, we, we open. We have we have open door. It's not necessarily the straight core hours where it's from nine to five, you go on and reach us. We have clients reach us sometimes during non-core hours. We actually spoke with clients as late as 10 o'clock during tax season. We give them that level of, you know, not necessarily relationship where we give them that openness that they can feel free to ask us, you know, openly, you know, questions they may have or, you know, 
question they're not familiar with. We do research for them. We, we assist them any way we can. And as far as like for our clients, that's pretty much how we been able to grow closely word of mouth. We did advertising, but mostly word of mouth just from clients being happy with us. We grew so rapidly just from that word of mouth approach. Yeah, I love it so much, Alex, of course. Let's bounce back to Alex just for a minute. You know, you and you and Alan, I mean, you've really seen some of your clients grow. And you've really been able to take a client from a small seedling and see them become a bush and then a giant tree. And, you know, I bet that's kind of exciting for you guys to see your clients' growth based on, you know, what they're doing, of course, as entrepreneurs, but also your help is consulting and advising them along the way in the sort of the financial and accounting arena. How does that feel, Alex, to see these companies grow under your under your tutelage, let's say? It's, it's really rewarding, Andy. Uh, it's, it's a privilege, actually. You know, the fact that they trusted us during those early stages. And some of the clients we've grown with them, right? We kind of started off as babies, business babies, if you will. And, uh, you know, kind of grown and you've seen the trajectory. So it's, it's really rewarding. It, it, it shows that if, if you invest in each other in terms of time, you're honest. You talked about the transparency, Alan. Um, you know, we, we kind of display that in our clients do as well. So it's, it's been great to kind of see their rise, you know, see their, their um, you know, the way they've grown in such a way that they've gone out to do other businesses as well. So we've been able to help them just continue what they're doing, continue their mission. So it's it's been really rewarding. All, all yeah, I love it, Alex, of course. And let's bounce back to Alan just for a minute. Alan, one thing that you're a big believer in is generational wealth. You want to help your entrepreneurs and your clients not only build wealth for their lives, but for their for their children and their children's life. How important is that, Alan, when you look at a client to try and put them on the path to building some generational wealth for themselves and their family? Yes, yeah, so um, we actually expanded into that, where not only just with the tax plan, we help our clients uh, with different types of strategy as well, where recently, during the implementation of DNA, we started three investment clubs. Three investment clubs where we actually uh, reached out to uh, individuals via social media. Actually, it started through social media. People grew interest. We we talked in regards to like uh, financial independence. A lot of people aren't aware with the stock market. We're not licensed brokers or anything, but we have some understanding of the market. So we we help people understand fundamental analysis, technical analysis related to the stock market. Investment club group. We actually grown portfolios with three different clubs. Uh, exceeding over 200,000 in less than like five years. So that's an accomplishment, you know, GNA kind of horn in on the number of, we have over 50 people that sign in under us through different investment clubs. We signed through the, the NAIC community, which is the better known as better investing now, but we use that to help our clients and not only clients, but we develop friendships from people we help establish the financial. Yeah, it's fantastic. I love it. And of course, that's part of the full package. And I know, Alan, you and Alex always make yourselves available. I'm sure your phone's ringing off the hook. You know, your your text messaging is going back and forth, you know, crazy all day long with all your clients. And I know you're, you've built this business with this, with this idea and this, this, I'm going to say this, this passion to get back to your customers quickly because you know how important it is to respond back to your customers in a timely manner and you do such a good job at that. Alex, I want to bounce back to you again just for a minute. And again, thank you so much for coming on the show today. This has been fascinating. 
maybe we can share to the younger entrepreneurs watching the show, Alex, maybe some things to think about as maybe they're starting to open their first business. Maybe there's a few pointers you could give them about you know, what to look at, what type of entity to think about that you can share with the younger entrepreneurs watching the show who have an idea and they want to open their first business. Sure. You know, one of the things I would say is you, you definitely want to read as much as possible, right? Gather as much knowledge. Um, but with that, be careful for where you're gathering from. I get a lot of folks that reach out to me, uh, you know, nothing wrong with TikTok and, and, and the other social media outlets, but everybody does not have your best interest. So if you hear something on social media, just double check it. There's a lot of resources out here. The library still exists. Um, you can certainly reach out to other professionals. Uh, you know, and, and part of that is network. Network as much as possible. Uh, that was one of my things, my downfalls, one of the criticisms I would say or constructive feedback for myself is that I didn't network enough. So as a, a young entrepreneur coming up in the ranks, you want to make sure you network. And that's just not focusing your industry. That's people from all over, right? Because uh, the more you know, you know, the more your circle, it's better. It, it, it brings a situation where they can help you and you can help them. Um, that's, that's, that's a key one one for me and just be humble i know that might sound a little cliche but be humble be willing to listen and be willing to just get up from your mistakes we made a lot of them for sure um and and the reason the reason why we're still in existence is because we were humble enough to, to fix them acknowledge them and just it just about that bounce back key work yeah i love it of course alex it's such a great approach to be humble surround yourself with people you trust, people that care yeah. about you. Find yourself some mentors. I know you and Ellen have done a great job at that. Ellen, before I let you go today, let me bounce back to you just for a minute because I'm very interested, Ellen, in mentorship. I know that you've surrounded yourself with some great mentors. You enjoy mentoring others. What is it about this, I'm gonna call it the teaching component of G&A Consulting, Ellen, where you enjoy not only putting the blocking and tackling in, pay, in place for the accounting side, but also teaching the entrepreneurs so they can improve. What turns you on about that, Alan, that you like so much? I always look at it as uh, basically paying it forward because I'm in my position because, like you said, I had mentors. I, you know, I ended up in this area. I'm originally from South Carolina. I ended up in the Baltimore, D.C., greater area the Washington D.C. Greater, greater area more so because of mentors. In the military, Mr. Jabari Miller, I think he's a Fulberg colonel now, as well as uh, Roger Cabinet, uh shouting them out. They see this interview, you know, what they said to me back in, in Iraq, right before I came here, because my last station was in Tikrit, Iraq, whereas I, I was in OIF too. And I, I noted to them about the transition in, in, in life where I want to go to college. And they both were from this area, and Raj, he actually went to Morgan and, you know, visited the campus. And that that time they took their commission officer and I was enlisted. So those that are familiar with military, you know, the structure, enlisted really don't commingle too much with the commission side of the field. And those just for those two guys to take the time being commission officer and taking in a, I was an E5, E4 at the time, but I actually ETS as a sergeant to take the time and talk with me and show me their leadership skills. I wanted to pay it forward, whereas, you know, I develop a skill, I just, a skill set of accounting, uh, license in CPA, and, you know, becoming a certified public accountant. And those folks that's not familiar with, you know, the accounting side of the field, starting the investment club was one way I can give back. 
And then also even with our clients, you know, we talk into the the basis of understanding your, your P&L or your balance sheet. You know, you have to understand the left side of the balance sheet to the right side of the balance sheet. So those basic, uh, I would call it accounting one-on-ones that you can give to those, even entrepreneurs, because any any business owner, you're going to have to learn some form of accounting. So with that, you know, we, we teach our clients in a way of also helping them at the same time. Each of our clients now understand our lingo. We talk P&L, uh, BNS, or balance sheet or something. They'd be like, wait, what? what? And then I have a greater understanding of it now. So, Yeah, I love it. Of course, you know, military background. I think you mentioned you were a sergeant. I mean, Sergeant Allen. I mean, who doesn't want Sergeant Allen working on their on their accounting and on their tax returns? I mean, it's amazing. Now, when I was a young man and I went to college, I took Econ 101. And I guess I wasn't paying attention because I didn't do well in the class. And at the end of the term, the professor brought me in and he said, Mr. Jacob, you would have gotten an A in the class, but you have one problem I noticed on the final exam. I said, what was that, sir? And he said, well, you think a debit is a credit and a credit is a debit. I got those things wrong on my final uh, exam. So how about that, guys? Is that a good story? Yeah. Awesome story, man. That's the word, the hardest part of accounting is, is getting those debits and credits right, Andy. That's right. It's so funny. But listen, you learn. And like you mentioned, you make mistakes, you learn, you keep on improving, you keep on doing well. I mean, here we are, you know, Amer one of America's best tax and accounting firms in 2022 and 2023, according to Forbes. I mean, it's a real honor to have you both on the show. Before we go, though, I have to ask you, Alex, to give back to the entrepreneurial community. I think we heard from George some of his insight about what it takes to keep on pushing and, and learn from mentors and take it one step at a time to get to where you're going, which is great advice for entrepreneurs. But I'd like to hear from you, Alex, as well. For the younger entrepreneurs watching the show, can you give a little advice about what it takes to get through a tough time in business? Yeah, you know, that's a that's a great question. I think back on, on my experiences and, you know, what it takes is, you know, having a solid foundation that's great folks around you, right? Uh, don't be afraid to ask for help. Uh, to me, that was my challenge is when things get tough, somebody has probably been through it, maybe not exactly the way you're, what you're going through, but you want to make sure you can reach out to folks because people do or are willing to help you. So always have a great network. Uh, always keep your vision in mind, the last thing I'll say, right? Don't, don't give up on that. Keep that in sight. Right. Stay on that path. You're going to get derailed. That's part of it. That's part of the journey. Right. So so you should enjoy it because it, but the more you keep going, the, the, you'll get closer to that vision. and You'll accomplish it. And DNA is living proof of that. Right. We started out just two guys in college competing um, and, and we started out with, it, with kind of a dream. And like I said, we kept on the road, kept driving and uh, we got to we got to where we wanted to go. So I would just say keep focused on it. Keep the folks that are, are on your team, keep them around you. And don't be afraid to share your issues because you'll get help. Yeah, I love that. And of course, from an accounting standpoint, my accounting team, I love calm, steady, knowledgeable, inventive. You're all of those things at your company. And I love what you're doing. So before I say goodbye to George or George Allen Deal, Allen, uh, <laughs> I want to thank you, Alex, so much for coming on the show today, bringing us inside what you're doing at GNA, and thank you so much for coming on the Dot Com Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today, Alex. 
Well, we, we really appreciate it, Andy. Um, it's been a privilege to be on here. Thanks for letting us share our story. All right. And, of course, Alan. I mean, here we go. I'm going to call you Sergeant Allen now. We really <laughs> loved having you on the show, and thank you so much for coming on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight, Spotlight Series today, Alan. Yes, on behalf of Alex and myself, we really appreciate you inviting us to the show, and thank you again.